No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey now, No Simple Road family, how's everybody doing out there? I hope you're well. I want everybody to know that No Simple Road stands in solidarity with everybody that's out there protesting police violence and the inequality that's going on in this country. We held off on putting out new episodes last week, but we're back because we want to continue with our mission, you guys, of bringing you conversation, fun, music, and most importantly, spreading love. We want to spread that vibe of love and peace out into the world so that it can ripple out and grow. If you're not feeling up 
to listening right now. I totally get it. We understand. I hope you're well, and I hope to see you soon. I hope to see you on the other side. But for right now, let's get on with the show, man. No simple road. No simple road. No simple road. No simple road. You know, man, those are special people. Yes, they are. Like, I've thought a lot about that too lately. Like, how certain people come into your orbit. Like Jake and Bryn come to mind. Jason and Audrey. This is a Puckies. Mm, um, sweetheart. Just certain people that come oh. into your orbit. Cody. Oh. <laughs> Nate. Oh. Nate. Yeah. Buzz. Shout out to Peyton. Oh, Preston. Peyton, Preston. Sorry. And Peyton. And Peyton. Peyton. Preston. Christina. Too many people. Well, no. All but especially like these guys, it does not seem like we haven't known them that long. It seems like we've known them forever. It seems like we've known them going back to Vegas, everything. Like for a long, they, like they've been in our lives for a long time. It's just a trip the way the universe puts people in in your path. Like I, what made me, what brought this up was I was thinking about meeting Jake and Bryn and that was just a random glance at the person next to me who happened to be Jake at a show at a show at live music and and then these guys like John writing in and the way that it happens like it's just a a mystery and it's so awesome and cool like I see this hidden hand like taking chess pieces and putting them in our life. You know what I'm saying? Like just plopping the right what people. If, what if the, universe? like, what if it's you doing it? Well, I mean, what the universe is the created from tier? inside my brain. Well, we are in a way. Yeah. We right. We put ourselves so out exactly. more since we've putting, lived up here. Our lives yeah. we put out there. And the, yeah. that's why I love what Garrett's answer. He's like, he's like, I met, what do you miss? I miss hugging people, meeting new people and seeing my friends. Mm-hmm. I that mean, is, you can boil it down to that seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is going to a show. That is meeting yeah. new people. That the, is, yeah. And the experience of dancing with people, being next to people that are so free with their bodies, is really inspiring for, like, for me and just the people around you. Like when somebody starts dancing, it gives you permission to dance. And if somebody's like kind of rigid near you and you're dancing either they'll move away or they'll eventually join you. And it's just such a cool feeling to have that kind of energy moving around a room or an arena. What do you, what do you think that is? What, what is that energy? The same energy that makes the drummer hit his friggin' drums and the guitarist. And it's that thing. It it comes out of you. Like it, it's the, the Holy Spirit, life. the li- life, alive. the You're never more alive at the, the, those points. I yeah, think. I don't know what that's called. The, the the painters, you know, what comes out of a painter's hand? The muses, the yeah. muse, the muse. Well, the muse is the thing that moves the artist, right? Yeah. yeah. But what is it? The thing that comes out of the artist is the art, I guess. What comes out of the dancer is art. Absolutely, because yeah. if you like 
look at it from a distance, sometimes you get like mesmerized by it. Like the way somebody moves, like I've been like, I've watched like belly dancing where I've been enthralled and like, oh my God, that body, how is she wiggling her entire midsection and nothing else? And then she, like her upper body, she moves in like break dancers. Isolation. And flamenco dancers. That's another one that super turned me on with the, like the. Watching the show, like watching. Yes. Like, like It was like two years ago when you were making fun of me for watching. Oh yeah. So <laughs> you think you can dance on those ones. I show. love those because you see these ordinary, you see people you would never think could like, not even necessarily bust a move, but just this ordinary looking person and then you get up there and they transform yes. just like musicians do yes like meeting talking to somebody the face, spirit as soon as them. they get on stage and they start performing and the lights change they turn into a different person yes you see i, I see a different person all the time in those dancers like expect a lot of the girls and guys that are very shy they like get up there mm-hmm. like yeah I'm gonna do this and then they're like and they get done and they go back to like was that good that's like holy yeah. shit! That was like fucking Superwoman or Superman that just came out for a minute and then back to like. Did Don't, you like that? Do you do you experience that when you're dancing at a show? Do you feel like you become a different person? Oh yes, yes, definitely not not at all times, but when you really get into it, when you kind of lose yourself in it. Uh, there's sometimes where I literally cannot like help moving. I like I just, even at set break you're still bouncing. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just a movie there, kind there's of something a person. About outdoors to out. Oh wow! To yeah, me, outdoor difference. stuff like the festival, the outdoor yes. stuff, even more so because you're with nature and you're also get a chance to be in it longer. Yeah, it, it's a trip, yes, man. I have said to Mel yeah. like it. For me, it feels like I be. This is gonna sound weird. Like the in those moments dancing, when I've completely let go of like i don't give a fuck about anything else right now i'm in the moment and i'm dancing i feel the most myself i can possibly feel in that moment does that make sense like yeah that makes sense like and then i i think about like why does that kind of disappear after because you can't go dance at work and everything i mean you well, can't be I, i'm good, talking about the feeling you know what i, mean? I oh, think okay. it's i you think keep doing when that you're motion. in that that spot it's it's like ego death you're not in your head about whatever's going on and the second you're out of it you're consciously being a human being yeah because that occurs when you're at a show experiencing the magic that happens at a show when you go to the grocery store to work that magic sorry it's, it's still there. Gone, well, sometimes you but can But it's not as strong. It. It's definitely not as strong. You even can, even at the show, the even, magic's gone even right now. Ten minutes after to an you're done dancing, like you're. I don't know if I agree with that. Huh? I don't that know if ma- I agree with it's that. It's not gone. That magic is very stifled, right? You, you telling me you feel completely full of magic without doing all the things we've been doing? And going no, to no, no, no. That's not what. I, that's not what I mean. I'm, no, I, I. I'm saying. I'm saying that like that current exists whether we're paying attention to it or not at its peak frequency 100% of the time. 
we're the ones that are tapping into that thing. It's not gone. Well, we are oh, gone. Yeah, we gotta it. find our tap. Yeah. Yes. We, we okay. can't be with it all the time. Again, like a musician, they're not on stage all the time. They're there for one hour at best. Most of their time spending rehearsing and traveling. So and in truck stops. A, a person who's tuned in when they're dancing and why can't that come with us? Because we have to unplug at some point. We can't have sex twenty four hours a day. We can't eat. Be stuck in all orgasm day long, state all day forever. Long. You know, like we have to. There's only certain amount of time allocated for tasks at and one I think point. It, like that, yeah, not it's like, like tolerant, it's like, like yeah, tolerant. Exactly. Like, like if if you had that feeling all the time, it wouldn't be that feeling anymore. Exactly, it would get you'd be whoa. something else. Wow, you know what I mean? If you were there all the time, then it kind of like like cannabis. People coming in, you don't understand my tolerant. You know, if you do something constantly, again and again. The efficacy it, or the it changes. It doesn't. Yeah, it just changes. Well, and I'll, go ahead, Ryder. What we? Gonna I was going to say it's like it's it, emotions the same way. If you're a constantly happy person, your level of sadness is not the same as someone who like say has depression. Like if you're always happy, being a little less happy is now sad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That it's, makes sense. It's the same with literally everything else. If you're always a certain way it eventually becomes a normal instead of the original. Well, and I think we've we've had that. We've had that really severely underscored with the pandemic and being locked down and having no live music. It it, it really shows this. uh, What's the word? Special nature of that and how important it is. And, how vital it is to our mental health and um, our day to day. Like I know for me shows were where I unloaded my baggage. And so in this time I've had to find other avenues to get rid of that baggage. You know, the first, do you feel like you're getting the same amount of baggage? That's what I was just going to say. You probably can't get rid of all of it. Uh -uh. You're getting rid of some of it, but then that, I, drawing has really helped just even the couple of days that I've been doing it. It's a big deal for me that like, it's the same as dancing at a show. See, but you can't draw all day long, all night long, all Mm -hmm. week long. Like there's, we're, we're lucky as humans to have, to be able to have all of the, our senses and, we can eat and then have the, the tastes, our taste buds, like, like so excited and, and like, it feels good. It tastes good. Then somebody touches you or you hug or embrace and you get that, those feelings. And then you look at stuff that's beautiful or funny or inspiring. And then you listen to music. Like we're so lucky that we get to have all these senses, but they cannot be all taxed all the time. And, Every, every well, time. you got to have good and bad. How are you going to yeah. appreciate good food if you don't have bad food once in a while? Mm-hmm. Same with the music. The same, with, same with being an artist. You can't. You're not always going to pick it up and be like, be like, nailed it every yeah. time. No, oh, even Jerry constantly. said that they can't all be zingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no home runs. Get through all the time. it. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Is only supposed to be there sometimes. No, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But the, there's something more than the feeling. There is also a mindset that's comes along with that feeling because 
you're in your body. You are thoughts and feelings and emotion and all of it all mixed up. That's what I was saying earlier when you first asked, like when you're in that, at least me personally, the, I would even like kind of disagree with you in agreeing. Like there almost isn't a mindset. Right. I get what you mean. It's non, non mind. And then as soon as you stop again, you're a, a conscious human being again, you have, well, you that's, are, that's what's thinking. great about dance and his shows that that's where you get the being there. You, we say it every time we're there, we're like, yeah, nothing else matters at that moment. So there's no work. There's no nothing else. There's mm-hmm. that what's right in front of you. What's happening in that room. So is that a, is that a attitude that as human beings living on the planet earth that we should maybe try and cultivate is That's, that thing right there. Like I was thinking about it today. I was eating crackling oat bran. I haven't had crackling oat bran in years. I bought some, I'm eating it and I was watching Rick and Morty and eating my cereal like a five-year-old and having a nice time. And then I noticed I wasn't tasting the food I was eating. I was just eating, eating mechanically. And I was like, whoa, what am I doing? Like, I should be tasting the food that I'm eating while I'm eating it and paying attention to it. Yeah. Or, or why do it? And I think, I, I know I do it. Like, there's a lot of things that we do that are mechanical. They're, you know? Everything can be mechanical at times. Eating, brushing your teeth, even when you're at work, you're paying attention, but it could be, even driving can be mechanical, like everything can be mechanical at times. It's, it's how much, how conscious you are during your activity that brings that activity to life. That makes it more than just, you're just on a freeway. You're like assertive your attention your you can see the blue clouds or the blue the blue clouds <laughs> maybe and not, I, hey, no? yeah, i've seen blue clouds, I mean, seen blue clouds before too yes babe. you're right okay so blue clouds but i meant to say white ones maybe don't um, be driving while you're seeing but, blue clouds but guys yeah <laughs> like it it makes it like technicolor when you're conscious so i mean that's the whole be here now yeah like thing. that's why they say you shouldn't eat in front of a tv because you're not focused on the food you're focused on something else. So this is, you're not looking at your food, tasting it, enjoying, like I'm doing all these movements. Sorry guys. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see me. Um, Getting away but, from the microphone yeah, and doing visual. You're not movements. There's no, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just realized I'm like, she's, but, t- she's paying attention. But to yeah, food. like if you're not focused during a task, that means you're, you know, your double mind, your mind is split. And so that means you cannot be fully focused at the task at hand if you're not focused. And that's a, that's a trip what you say, because I thought that not in those words, but you said it makes it come technicolor. Mm-hmm. Really does. Like just the next time you take a sip of something, pay attention. Like don't just do it. Just pay attention to what you're doing. And that That's thing, called mindfulness. that thing comes alive, man. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird thing too. I noticed it with drawing. Time is this weird plastic thing that doesn't make any sense. Like I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit down and draw for five minutes. Four hours gone. What the hell just happened? Like there's a, 
you feel more awake when you're paying attention like that. And it's a weird byproduct. Like your senses do come alive and I don't know, man. I don't even know what I'm trying to get at. Like, I guess it's just a realization that I had today that I'm still tripping out on a little bit. You were mindful. Well, yeah. And it's been some, it's been coming up for me. I don't know. It's, it's been something that's been a reoccurring theme during this whole lockdown for me because I haven't been leaving the house. So there isn't much distraction. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There's not a lot of um, out or input. mm -mm. And so the inner noise that's in my head. That's great for a meditative state and to be able to put yourself in places where you can kind of work on inner stuff that you never could have before because you were too busy thinking about the traffic or your table at work or your, you know, weekend. Or just your Mm day-to-day schedule. Like, Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of room in typical american life for that it there's introspection needs to be done on the fly (laughs) you know what i mean there of course yes there's people that have a practice that wake up at five o'clock in the morning every day and sit down and meditate i'm not one of those people i don't do that but i will get up at five o'clock in the morning and go run and so why can't I use that run as my meditation or totally can. Yeah, no, no, I, I, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, or the same thing with drawing. Like if I'm sitting down to draw, why not pay attention and be in the moment while you're doing that? And what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. At least for me, like in this whole lockdown time, <clears throat> it really feels like, like you said, all that distraction that's out there and all the day-to-day got its volume turned down to two. And all the shit that's in my head got turned up to 11. And so that's why I was flipping out when all this first started because I didn't know what to do with that. Normally, there was a million other things to pay attention to, and now that's not there. And and my job is now in my house. You know what I mean? So you're at work all the time. But those moments of paying attention to what I'm doing are like little pressure release valves that make that noise come down. And... I've noticed that over time they're getting strung together closer and closer too. And when I'm not doing that, I feel weird. Like I today eating the cereal, I caught, caught it like, whoa, because it felt weird. And I don't know. I hope that whoever's out there listening can relate. I'm sure that people out there have felt pressure over the past few weeks. No. You think? Nope. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. But just pay attention to where you're at, man. Like what you're doing and maybe why you're doing it. Because a lot of shit that we do is for a lot of reasons, but a lot of shit that we do is because we think we have to or we're supposed to. And you just ask yourself if that's really what you want to be doing and where you want to be. And uh, pay attention to what you're doing in the moment. Your food will fucking taste better, man. And music sounds better. And Or maybe you'll realize your food doesn't taste very good. Yeah, you get better you should, food. Yeah, you go get something else <laughs> like to eat. Maybe I don't like that. But yeah, man, I, I just want everybody out there to be happy, man. Yeah. And feel good. You know, No Simple Road family is fucking cool as shit. We, we have the best listeners ever. Yeah. Like, John B. sent us those posters. and John B. That's all I'm going to say. Johnny B. Johnny B. You know, that, it, stuff it, like that. You know, I have to, oh, let me say Go this. Go ahead, baby. Because there's like special listeners out there that have like really touched my heart personally through the show because you know I'm going through all this stuff with my family and just every time I think about my real brother I get like all worked up again like get angry about it and my pressure relief valve when I think about that is thinking about all the awesome men that are in my life and Johnny B is one of those guys that like from the show is like such an awesome thoughtful big brother type like i don't know if he's older or younger but it just seems like i say big brother because he's like wise in his gestures he knows how to make not only do something thoughtful but time it perfectly and do it humbly and that to me is somebody that i would be proud of to have as a brother and so today we're talking about my brother because of family stuff and just kind of turned my stomach a little bit and thinking about like Ryder, Ryder's such an amazing brother and Apple like being a freaking rad brother to me and Simon being a rad brother and just I and all brothers out there that are cool. Shout out. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> it's again it's that weird thing of of people being uh, i i don't know if we're attracted to their orbit or they're attracted to ours or yeah well they're definitely attracted to ours because they listen to us but um it's it's a really rad thing and it's nice to it's mutual yeah it's mutual it's like when you see somebody you think is cute you're like oh and they like you too. Like, oh, hey. <laughs> that was really nice. That just, that, you, you just emotionally got me there. Thanks. Yeah. I, I mean it. Why? Huh? Why? Her praise for brother. Like, I hadn't even thought about what she's saying about her brother. I, I hadn't even thought of that and what's going on with her family. Like, he doesn't probably know or anything. In the he world. knows, and he's just such a <laughs> okay. fucking I just, jerk. I just felt Mel on that, and that just, and now I got to pee. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, Everybody oh, getting all choked up. Apple has to go pee. I, 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 yeah. I, 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 thank you for saying that for me, too. You're that's, an amazing brother, Ryder, and yeah. I'm so thank proud you. of you for that. Like, 
that's the my... effort that you put in to be a good brother and to know what your sisters are up to and to like go visit them and make their birthday special and like make when they come down oh, here shit. like take time off to like spend with them special it's like going to freaking israel like i you're blessing me by doing those things and you're not even considering me at all but just living your own life being a sweet little heart just makes me happy because i know that that's not it's not dead you know like being a good brother is not dead no and that's that's it's that's all i want like like literally like if if all i'm known for forever is that i was a good brother well you also have haunches on i your do feet. well yes you're gonna be known for your haunches yes. on your feet hey those are secret haunches <laughs> <laughs> not anymore ah shit no like yeah that's uh, i wasn't very uh emotionally present when i was a kid and going through the things that me and my sisters went through i i should i know i should like i don't i do regret not being there for them when i i couldn't have been emotionally because of what i was also going through but yeah, i still man. regret it and it, like it, you that wish sh- it been yeah different. i wish it could have been different i wish me now could go back and be there for them and because of that i will always be there for them in every way i possibly can so if i can be known as a good big brother like that's you're, all i want yeah well there it is like the fact that you're even thinking about that that you're, you're trying to catch up for something that you couldn't help but you still want to make up on that right there that method of thinking that's, is that's what called i'm talking being a mensch. about <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mensch. yeah you're a mensch writer that, it, it makes me think of something too like i was reading on instagram one of our no simple road family is having a difficult time right now and doesn't feel heard and, and has a lot to say and, uh, doesn't feel like their voice rises above the cacophony of voices that are happening right now and is having a difficult time with it. Mm-hmm. And it made me think of something. How do I explain this? You'll never know if you're hurt or not. Yeah. You'll never know. And it's okay because the change that comes from stuff that you say or things that you do for your sisters or words that you say to somebody in a conversation when they call you and they're having a hard time or a good time or whatever, those are like seeds. You may pass out of this world completely before those things do the work that they were supposed to do. You may never get to see the fruit of your labor, Yeah, but it's just the fact that you put it out there. It, it, there doesn't need to be reverb. It's just out. And then the ripple, let the ripples do their thing. And that's like that regret of God, I wish I could go back and be, doesn't matter yeah it's it's now moving forward and what you say to them now could affect them when they're 60 you know they could think back to something that you said and and be like whoa that was you know yeah so it just made me think of that like we have no idea how our words affect people 
that's what I think about like, oh. like parenting. Like, oh my god! Oh my shit, pa- I know, I know. My parents tried to <gasps> instill certain, like you try and teach your kids certain things, and it, it always seems like the things that you like make an effort into putting into someone, do, like they don't really do much. At least at first, it's usually the things that just you thought you blew past. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is some. I just did this, and then that becomes a huge life maker for someone. Yeah. Yeah. It. I'll tell you a secret, dude. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Oh, no, I knew that. Okay. <laughs> Parents have no, <laughs> no yeah, fucking yeah. I don't think uh-huh. that's a secret anymore. No, like, yeah. I, okay. <laughs> that's the been blown out, out of the water. Bag. All right. Because we're all just people, man. Yeah. And Well, that's how I was going to say pe- People. Yeah, as, as, no one as, knows as what they're doing. Species, guys. We don't know what we're doing. It changes constantly. Yeah, in the world, what's going on? We could expect what's going on in the world right now. Life changes so quickly, and I was telling that. So to I my say, sister. is it's our job to just keep on living? As you said something a while back, Apple, that I I made a meme of it actually, and I saw it the other day. Out of the blue, Apple said, "Don't think about living, just live." Hell yeah. And I was like, whoa. And I quoted it and made a meme of it. But what were you about to say? Right? Oh, um, this guy's uh, going through some stuff. Her best that's, friend's That's moving. Ryder's sister. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about change and how like a lot of people are scared of change. And that's totally normal. But the way I see it is like change is the only constant it's the only thing that will always be there and when things are good that seems scary it's a pretty terrifying thought usually but when things are like they are now it i don't know it feels like a like a promise wow like they're gonna change that's I never thought about That's it like a great that. Like way thing, to think about yeah, it, things being it's very good. mentally liberating to think that that yes, this is hard on everyone right now, no matter to the degree <laughs> Who you are, where you are. Yeah, yeah, no matter what, across the planet. <laughs> but it's a promise that it's going to change. Yeah. It will not be this and get better. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I mean, I've said it a million times. My dad's saying. Everything always works out. If it hasn't worked out, it just hasn't worked out yet. Yep. And I don't know, man, that that whole thing that you just said about like when things are good, it's scary. I know. Change is terrifying. When yeah. if things are going good in your life and just the idea You're of like, like, oh no. Oh fuck, they're gonna be different than how good they are now. But think about if they stayed that way. It would be normal. It would be normal. It wouldn't be good anymore. That's the same thing as going to a show every yeah. night. It would just be going to another show. But now you had that shit taken away for uh, two seasons. Yep. When you go to that next show, it's gonna be it's good. Gonna be rocking. <laughs> yeah. And such as c'est la vie, c'est as la they vie. see, as they say, yep. such is life. But I really love that man. That that's really beautiful, writer. <laughs> I kind of want to end it there. All right. Yeah, that's a mic Unless drop. Apple has something else to say. I don't know. I missed that. I'm on call. I had to go do that's work right. thing real quick. Work things. What'd you right. say? Essentially, uh, when things seem like they're worst, 
uh, the inevitability of change is a is a, a promise for something better. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, out of the mouth of babes, right? <laughs> Our millennial <laughs> dropped the mic baby. today. Don't drop Thank the you, mics. Ryder. They're expensive mics. <laughs> no, we won't drop the mics. Okay. You guys don't drop the mics. We Thanks won't drop the mics. Thanks for being a good brother. Thanks for little pearls of wisdom. Thanks for coming back onto the show today. It's been a while. It's good to have you back. It's good to be back. We love you, you guys. You always make it different when you're in here. Mm-hmm. I bring you, change. You bring. Uh, the, <laughs> Can I borrow a corner? You bring that good, <laughs> yeah, like the bay leaf to the soup that everybody's like, well, you don't need a bay leaf Wait, until you put a bay leaf in the soup, and then you're like, oh, don't shit. eat me though, because I'm not, no. I'm not great. No. To eat. Yeah, I'll I'll cut up your <laughs> <laughs> cut up your intestines if you. Oh. Hey, guess what, you guys? What? We'll be back next week with more stuff and things. Yep. Take care of each other, man. Please be nice. Be, be smile as a stranger and, and help old ladies across the street and do all those things that your mom told you. All the shit you need to know Wash you learned it, you learned in kindergarten. Just okay, think about it. Okay. Everybody be safe. There's yeah, a lot going on. A lot of people out there doing different things. Be safe in whatever you're doing. Take care of whoever you can. Yeah. Hydrate. And safety first yes. for a while. Yeah, longer. For a little while longer until we get shows back. Then it'll be back to safety third. Right now, safety first. Take care of yourselves. We love you guys. See you next week. Bye. 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 tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search the Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. 
Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out.